Lamb Brewing Company, Columbus, Ohio. I'm good at that. Oh, that's good. Did you like that? Were you recording that one? Yeah. Land Grant Brewing presents Land Grant University. Beers with the Brewers. Welcome to the first official edition, at least the no. first recorded edition of 2023 of the Land Grant University Presents Beers with the Brewers podcast, hosted by us here at Land Grant Brewing Company. That's how we introduce it. And today we are headed to outer space, to the deepest, deepest darkest edges of the galaxy to talk about a beer that we brew, so, well, a beer we sort of brew every year. A little bit different each year. Our space grant beer this called this year called Star Lab. I am joined today by a cast of characters, some familiar, others also familiar. Uh, my name is Walt Keys. I'm the co-founder and credit, creative director here at Land Grant. I am joined by Eric Hafner. Hey, how's it going, Walt? Hello, welcome back. Thank you. Happy New Year. I'm also joined by Land Grant uh, Director of Communications Meredith Miles. Greetings, everybody. Happy New Year. And the space pirate himself, head brewer Dan Schaefer. Ahoy. So, yeah, as I uh, mentioned at the top of the hour, um, we are talking today about our Black IPA uh, this year called Star Lab. It's part of our Space Grant series of Black IPAs. Um, These generally drop at the beginning of each year, um, January or February. And uh, right on time, this one is here, and it is delicious. So, uh, with that, I'm going to hand it over to Dan um, for all the brewing specifics. So, uh, usually we do these uh, a bit higher ABV. Uh, So, this is uh, 8%, (laughs) um, 66 IBUs. Um, Last year, this is just a slight iteration from what we did last year, uh, which was um, Galaxy Mosaic and Amarillo. Uh, this year we did Galaxy Mosaic and Sabro, so um, a little bit more tropical uh, this time around with Sabro. Again, it's a bit of a bully. There's just like a little bit in there, but it completely changes the beer. It um, brings a lot of that um, overripe tropical fruit, uh, a little bit of uh, coconut on the back end. And uh, Galaxy and Mosaic doing their thing. Um, Galaxy, uh, our version of it anyway, is very peachy and mosaic. Uh, you know, that type of blueberry and papaya are the big things I get off of that. But um, uh, the uh, black IPA part of this comes from uh, a couple of huskless malts um, intended to, to decrease that bitterness, uh, try to decrease the amount of roastiness, but still give some, some dark character. So Wireman Craft, a special two. Uh, the special part is the, uh, that's what they call their huskless varieties and uh, Belize Brees Black Prince, which is actually um, a malt variety that is, I think, bred to not have a husk. So, um, yeah. You get some nice uh, cocoa uh, notes off of the carafa and uh, some dark chocolate off the Black Prince, but uh, trying to stay away from that sort of heavy roast, week-old coffee thing that you get from, uh, like, roasted barley. 
Speaking of coffee, Dan, I know we were talking prior to recording that some of our black IPAs as part of the Space Current series have had coffee as a component in the past. Um, have, did they all, or did is this... Help? We usually do a, a version of it, um, and we are, are planning on doing it mm. this year. Uh, there cool. was one year... I cannot, which one was that? There was one year where we did either most or all of it as a coffee beer. Got it. There was a year we did it all, and I, I want to say it might have been just last year. Was it Webb? Web? No, that was Was straight, it not? Straight. Okay. It, 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 I think and it Beyond had copy in it. That's I think maybe it was and Beyond. Yeah, I feel like it was in the last two mm-hmm. two iterations. Or, yeah, I guess three counting this yeah, one. Recent. Yeah, recent, yeah. Yeah, you're not joking about those Sapro Cryo hops. I'm reading the kind of the profiles of the different hops that are in this beer. All the flavors that are in that particular hop are the ones that I get the most pronounced. Mm-hmm. The orange, the cedar, the coconut. Um, so, yeah, I guess a little really does go a long way with that Sapro Cryo, but it tastes great. I think that's what's so interesting to me when you when you sip it. We were talking about how it tastes. Like every, every taste that I get is a little different. Like, it's really complex. And it sort of surprises you when you see a dark beer, sort of what your brain expects it to taste like, and then what you're getting from this is totally different. But I really like the combination of this sort of like over-ripened tropical, but yet sort of like that cedar in the back with like a little roast. Mm-hmm. It's it's I think it's really good. It's super interesting. Yeah, it's sort of like a like a piece of chocolate cake with like an orange ganache or something in there. It's it's really nice. Mm-hmm. I was gonna say, you remember those like orange candies that like you, they were in the shape of an orange fruit and you'd smash them so they'd break it apart into little like dark chocolate orange slices. No, no. well, that's what this beer tastes like. <laughs> that <laughs> sounds wild. I'll, they're, they're pretty good. I'll have to find some out in the grocery store or something and bring one in for you guys to try. But uh, that's what it reminds me Wait, of. Wait, it's it's chocolate and inside's an orange. Or yeah, it's, an it's or- like a round ball of like dark chocolate, but it's oh. it's um it, 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 the packaging makes it look like an orange, and you kind of like smash it it's on a the Terry's like, a chocolate table. orange. Have you had? Okay, yeah. 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 So Dan, Dan at least knows what I'm talking about. It's a big thing in the UK. Yeah. Hmm. Um, Less familiar. That sounds interesting. Well, we'll Europe is one. really ahead of the game with the sort of like <laughs> overly complex novelty candies, like the Kinder Eggs and stuff. There's some weirdness over there. Yeah, love it. Well, can you tell me a little bit more about what the name of this beer is? So, like, I know, like last oh. year we it was Web. We called it Web because of the James Webb Telescope. Uh, before that, we had a little play off the Toy Story to Infinity and Beyond. Uh, what does Star Lab mean? Yeah. So. Um, as I sort of mentioned, each year this beer, so the first time we brewed this beer was for Kosai. Um, we'd been open a few months, and Kosai was reopening their planetarium after uh, a, um, they had like redone it, and it was reopening. And so we brewed this beer for the, the, for the reopening ceremony or party they were having for that. And uh, we named the first one EF1 which is sort of a made-up name that stood for EF or East Franklinton 1. Uh, that's the number one. and uh, But it's a black IPA um, inspired by space, and the, the artwork on the poster was like an astronaut with a beer, whatever. But anyway, the next year, it was a beer we really liked, and we wanted to bring it back. And, um, and instead of sort of using this made-up EF1, go, you know, the original idea was like EF1, EF2, whatever, like a, like space missions, but the idea was then instead of basing it on like stuff we made up to sort of celebrate um, real things from the world of uh, you know space exploration or space research, um, aeronautics, etc. Um, and so, further background: 
you know, land grant is named after the land grant act, which established all these land grant universities and, and not all, but a lot of these land grant universities have, um, sub programs that are part of them. Um, one of which being the space grant program, which is for schools that have big, um, aeronautics departments, Ohio state being one of them, Purdue being an obvious one as well. Um, so we named the program the Space Grant Program, um, and it's just this black IPA that comes out every year, and and, and then the name of the beer changes. Uh, this year, we, we named it Star Lab after... So I, I'm going to try and explain this. I'm not sure I fully have wrapped my head around it, but the basic idea is um, they launched this, this laboratory up into orbit. Um, it's a private enterprise, but they, they've, they've sent this laboratory up into space where um, organizations or companies or whoever can use this to test materials or test ideas or test products in, in space atmosphere or in space environment. And the educational, um, I guess, the educational like initiative behind this part is being run by Ohio State here in Columbus. And... If I understand this correctly, Ohio State is building a basically exact replica of this star lab on campus and facilitating studies in conjunction on this on terrestrial lab and the star lab. So, yeah. I think one of the cool things is that you've if, read the you've read all the press releases. Did yeah, that kind I, of explain? Yeah, it? I, that's that's how I understand it. Yeah. And whether that's because we've discussed it and decided that's how we understand that's it, or how, how, <laughs> how science really means it. But yeah. no, I think the thing that's neat about Space Grant is um, obviously other co-founder Adam is very passionate, loves space, very into it. He's he's taught me a lot just in random facts and things that he knows. And last year with the James Webb Telescope, really exploring that kind of a little bit ahead of its its time almost in some of the the more mainstream information that's been found. I thought when we were talking about the iteration for this year, Star Lab was such a neat. It's a good name, you know, it's it obviously imply the visual I think the label looks great, Walt. Um, but I think it's so cool that there is a tether to Columbus. Like I think that alone is something that's just really unique that not a lot of places are able to I don't know make those claims and obviously that it's found it, its way to connect to Space Grant Universities or Land Grant Universities and obviously being alumni of, of such place. I just, I don't know, it was kind of felt like this perfect, served it up on a platter to pay homage to. And um, it's just really neat because there are things you don't, you wouldn't know about unless you know about them, you know? So I think it's a neat way to bring some awareness to it. Yeah, and plus the name Star Lab just sounds cool. Sweet, because, yeah. yeah. I think we need to find a way to send this beer out into space to the lab. <laughs> I, my, I, my cousin works for NASA. Kent, if you're listening, it's I might too perfect be of an opportunity some. for it not to happen. <laughs> totally. Yeah, and so this is the 10th uh, space grant beer that we've done, um, which I guess this this podcast is a good a good re- good enough reason to to run back through them. Um, and if you are in the tap room and you're just curious, we do have all of the space grant cans on display um, to the left of the bar in our little. I hesitate to call it a trophy case, but That's like our I little think. like display zone. Yeah, I think I, I kind of think of it like a trophy case. Assorted knickknacks, the Land Grant Historical Society awards and novelties. Um, but yeah, so last year we did Webb, named for the for the James Webb Telescope. We've also done, uh, as I mentioned, the EF one was the first one uh, a couple years ago. We did and beyond, 
Binary Star was a good one. Cubert. Cubert was the only one that wasn't a black IPA. That was one we did an extra pale ale. Cubert spelled C U B E R R T was also a uh, was a satellite that was sent up by Ohio State. Um, Godspeed we did for the that was the year that um, Neil Armstrong passed away, I believe. And Gravity Wave. John Glenn. John Glenn. Yeah, Neil Armstrong. That would have been way before Lane Grant was around. Um, Stargazer. Stargazer was a cool one. I'll come back to that. Um, Tranquility Base Web. Um, yeah, St- Stargazer was one. That was really, really cool. We got involved with... Um, I'm going to pause because I can't remember her name. You can Kathy cut this Kathy something? Yeah, Catherine Sullivan. Catherine yeah, Catherine Sullivan, who was a... Uh, a NASA astronaut. Um, she spacewalked. I believe she was the first woman to solo spacewalk. Um, something along those lines. And she was also the former head of COSI. And um, it was the anniversary of her astronaut classes, uh, uh, I think, start at NASA. And so we reached out to her and we said, hey, we want to, you know, we do this space grant beer every year. And we were we were thinking about calling it Stargazer, named after the Hubble telescope. But knowing that she was here in town and a part of that that whole program, um, reached out to her to see if she'd be give us her blessing or whatever. And she, you know, I met her over Kosai. She was awesome. She's like, "This is really cool. Let's do it." Um, and she's, and so we we the artwork was based on um, an illustration from their yearbook and had uh, had the Hubble telescope on it. But then. Once the beer came out, uh, Dr. Sullivan came down and spent some time in the tap room meeting people. My daughter got to meet her, meet a real live astronaut. It was really, really awesome. Um, but so that was another like cool little like when you know weird like Columbus Ohio State Columbus. like connection. It's um, true with, with this beer. So that was a really cool one. But yeah, it's been a lot of fun. I, I like doing the artwork every year. It's a little bit different, and uh, this is the one the one beer where we spring for the uh, the gold foil. Mm-hmm. On the labels because um, it's a it's a special one and, we, and uh, we look forward to it coming out every year. Yeah, I just popped over to the not trophy case trophy case to look at the uh, almost took the whole podcast operation with me headphones included. Um, I was just looking at the, the just the visual because there's obviously as part of the series there's sort of the black label shiny gold foil like they all have a consistent look and feel but looking at them all stacked together it's I don't know it's like. It's pretty cool. Like, I think it's just something unique, and I think that it's awesome you guys started that so early with such an organic down the street, not even just Columbus, but, like, literally, like, a stone's throw away with the planetarium reopening and then can have continued it. I just think it's such a cool thing because uh, every time it's like, well, what could we possibly do next? We've thought of everything, and boom, something pops up, and it it's just another cool opportunity to learn a little more, which we're not all maybe as in touch with space as we should be, so... Get in touch with space. It's all I recommend it. Yeah. Dan, I have a question for you in terms of, uh, like, a little bit more scientific question about the beer itself. Is this a beer that would taste better, like, with age? Like, is be a, I know sometimes darker beers tend to kind of can get better with age. We have found, um, at least in my experience, uh, including uh, previous brewing stops, that these beers age very, very well. Um, I mean, when I was up in uh, Buffalo at Hamburg, we, we popped a six-month-year-old 
six-month-year-old. <laughs> All the times. Um, Get in touch with Space, a, Dan. Six-month-old um, black IPA uh, that they brew semi-regularly. And it, they go through a weird flux where they kind of drop off, and then at some point they come back again. How that happens, I'm not exactly sure. Um, uh, this beer having some cryo hops in it, we've also found that um, those tend to have more legs. So I, I think, yeah, you could. Um, I would I would encourage you to to get a, a pint or a six pack now, and then uh, maybe buy another one to tuck away for a month or two and uh, try it again. Yeah, that's what I'm tempted to do is is take home a six pack and, and store it away. Um, speaking of six packs, don't want to get ahead of ourselves. Another here, scientific but, uh, question. How that? crushable is crushable. it? Is that where you're going? This is where I'm going. Look at that. Glad you picked up that segue. I think we need to. I think we need to insert some like spacey music. Some like Star Trek or Twilight Zone sort of. Well, bartender Nelson was kind enough to pour us big old imperial pints of this beer. Generous pour. Yeah, he thought Meredith needed to like lighten up a little bit. Yeah, he's like get that Friday groove going. I'd recommend drinking this beer ten to twelve ounces at a time, but it's going down easy enough as a as a full pint. Man, 8%, that's nothing to shake a stick at, or whatever the saying is. To launch a rocket at. <laughs> and if this is your first time listening, yeah, the crushability meter is, uh, if you do have a uh, said six-pack at your house, how many of these uh, space grants, these star labs, are you taking down in a, in a session? Responsibly. Responsibly, Responsibly. <laughs> of course. <laughs> of course. At home. You're always, crush. always crush responsibility. Um, yeah, this is a strong beer. There's no... There's no getting around it. It's got a ton of flavor. Um, really, I mean, it, it is pretty drinkable, though. But I, it, I think with the strength and with the, with as much going on, I'm gonna stick with like a two on this. Yeah, I I would follow suit. I could be persuaded maybe into a third on a weekend. Um, but I think for me, it's probably irresponsible too. Although it gets easier to drink as you keep going, so you never know. But I'll stick with two for my rating. Yeah, I think I would want that third, but uh, at eight percent, and uh, it's a very intense beer. Mm-hmm. It's it's got a, a lot of flavor to it, so I think uh, I would probably switch it up and pump the brakes a little bit after two. Yeah, it's a it's a weekday two and a weekend three. <laughs> oh, okay. All right. But I hear sort unanimous in orbit, out of orbit kind of thing. <laughs> yeah, yeah, a delicious beer. But yeah, I think I think two, and then you cap thing, cap it off with something a little bit lighter. I think mm-hmm. this would be probably the move. Um, I think we can ring know. that bell. Yeah, sure. Unanimous, yeah, that's a unanimous two. Um, anything else we need to cover on the the on Star Lab specifically? I have a question for Dan. Okay. Is there, of all the, you said, uh, what, 10-ish that we've done? This is the 10th-ish? The 10th one, yeah. Um, do you have one that stands I, I should say 10 Space Grampiers, 9 Black IPAs. Okay, so. fair. Yes. Do you have one that, if I said, like, which one you, you could, I mean, uh, the glass that we have aside, have one in your glass right now? Is there one that sticks out that's like, ooh, I'd like to drink X again? I think the one I've been kind of trying to recreate over the last few years is Godspeed. But mm. also, um, <laughs> looking back at that recipe, we might have used, um, I don't know, some might say an irresponsible amount of hops <laughs> in that beer. Um, <laughs> so I've been trying to figure out how to, how to do it with, with less and That's with what beer, we yeah. have um, available to us. Uh, sure. Our um, 
our, our brewer at the time, it wasn't really like a grist recipe. He just kind of put some hops in and tasted it. And he's like, I think it needs some more hops. So then he put some more in <laughs> and tasted it. And then he put some more in. Um, mm-hmm. So it's probably not even reproducible um, if I even <laughs> just like follow the recipe as it was written. But um, yeah, I think everyone really liked, uh, yeah. liked that beer. Yeah. Yeah. And I remember that one. So typically we've done a, a like an infused keg or something with coffee. And then the one year we mentioned we we did the full batch with coffee. And I remember that year we used a variety of coffee. I forget who the roaster was, but the the, the coffee was called Oblivion. And so we, we called it Godspeed into Oblivion. Oh, that's good. Yeah. Yeah, that's just, good. And it was good. Yeah. So I don't, I don't think my math is right here either because we've, we, this is, you know, we just had our eighth anniversary in October, but we've done 10 space grants. Yeah. Is there a year that we doubled, I think a couple I years count. we doubled down? Um, well, no, there was the one year where we did Qbert as well. So okay, yeah, um, but yeah, let me let me count again. One, when two. I went out to count, when I snuck away to count the uh, cans, there were, I think, eight. This beer, Star Lab, would make nine, and then I'm assuming. Uh, did you do a label for the Cosi? Yeah, no, that would, no, because that, so that would have been the tenth yeah, one. Yeah, yeah, so. Yeah, so. Yeah, that so, yeah. makes sense. Ambion, Binary Star, Qbert, EF1, Godspeed, Gravity Wave, Stargazer, Star Lab, Tranquility Base, and Web. I was just curious if there was something going on in a specific year where we, there was an occasion to yeah, do the second I, one. But. I, my guess is, and I don't know, um, my guess is at some point it probably didn't come out in January, and then we switched it, and so there was probably one year where there were two. Yeah. That makes sense. I don't know. It's impossible to say. <laughs> it's impossible to say. Absolutely. And then I know Qbert was sort of a, like, small batch, a side one. Okay. So. Cool. Yeah. Well, cheers, guys. I've loved this space grant. It's good. Well done, Dan. And brew team. Thank you. <laughs> All right. Um, I guess it's time for everyone's favorite segment. What's, What's going on? What's going on at Land Grant Tap, tap room. room and Beer Garden? Yeah, is um, that how wow. we have to say it now? Yeah, it's 2023. He, he just segmentized I'm, I'm it. I feel like a, I'm I not going like to make a soundbite <laughs> out of that one. It is 2023, all right. You know it, and I know it, and here we go. <laughs> Tap room is still open. It's still here as we enter this brave new um, era. Uh, Winter Curling League uh, kicks off on Monday, Tuesday, and Wednesday. Um, they're all full, so if you're listening to this, sorry, it's too late for you. Um, but sorry. just pay attention next year, and you can sign up as well. Um, yeah, but if you're looking for a little competition in your life and you didn't get in on Curling League, uh, we got Euchre League starting on Monday. Our always popular Euchre League is back again. Um, yeah, so just come on down and get signed up for that. All the details are at landgrantbrewing.com slash Euchre. Euchre spelled E-U-C-H-R-E, if you didn't know. Uh, go check that out. But the gist of it is uh, starts at 6, get down here early, get your name on the list, and play Euchre with us. Um, Tuesday nights, our trivia is back. It's a little different. Meredith, I feel like you know more about it than I do because I ignore my emails. <laughs> and you do not. Yeah. So do you want to run through how trivia is working? Yeah, so one of the cool things about trivia this winter, we're kind of having a, and typically it's hosted in our beer garden, Travis Hoesher, friend of brewery, hilarious, like, I don't know, part-time comedian. That probably sounds like a slight, but it's not. It's a hobby. It's, yeah, he uh, he definitely makes our trivia in general really fun because he's very off the cuff and can and 
poke a little fun, you know, keep the questions interesting. But it's not just pop culture trivia. In fact, this winter, when we bring it inside into the tap room, we wanted to change it up. And the two key things are this uh, winter series includes teams and themes. So you can come and play with a team of one, just yourself, if you don't need anybody else's help. Or you can play with up to six people, um, which is a different change up. What's cool is you still play on your phone. There's no running of a paper up to the, to the mic stand and all that kind of stuff. So you're actually uh, incentivized to answer quickly on your responses because you get more points um, scoring-wise when you answer quickly, which is great. But there's still going to be a little bit of time to confer with your team and, and come up with your answers. And then the other piece of it is themes. So rather than just being sort of overarching pop culture trivia, um, each week of the 10-week indoor taproom winter trivia series is going to have a theme, sort of like a, we'll call it a, pop culture sub theme and what's cool about that is you can test your knowledge in general or you can kind of pull some ringers in on your team so if you're not keen on movie quotes but you're really good with i don't know award shows depending on the week you could basically pull in different people to your team so you can not only compete for the prize that night but then you can also compete for the i guess we'll call it like winter series team prize with a cumulative score or average or something like that. So real quickly, our themes, uh, starting this week, our first trivia that we had on the 10th was you talking to me movie quote trivia. So hopefully you came down and enjoyed that. Nice. <laughs> Very nice. I like that's how much. A, that's a yeah, that was good. Borat. That was good. I wonder if, did you play last, did you play on Tuesday and did you win? No and no. Okay. Well, next week, next week's another chance on the 17th of January. The theme is anime or animaniacs animation trivia Uh, on Tuesday the 24th of January going viral meme and internet trivia in pop culture which will be a fun one I trust a lot of visual clues with that one Um, Tuesday January 31st based on a true story nonfiction in pop culture trivia so that could be anything from books and, and plays to I don't know a TV series or a movie based on a true story February 7th uh, from cameos to commercials, sports in pop culture trivia. On Tuesday, February Spike Lee. Tuesday, February fourteenth, just do it. Slogans, logos, and brands trivia. So, I'm loving it. <laughs> good, nailed it. You're really good at this, Walt. You should come. To, you should come play. Um, I'm going to put you on my team as my ringer. Um, on February twenty first, it's the trivia about nothing sitcom trivia. Anybody get that reference? Seinfeld, ever heard of it? Um, February 28th, uh, clickbait celebrity trivia, which would be good. Um, And the final two, March 7th, it's Play It Again, Name That Tune trivia. And then on Tuesday, March 14th, just following the actual Oscar awards that Sunday, will be And the Award Goes to Award Show trivia. So come to one, come to... La La Land, (laughs) right? Well, Except it didn't actually win. It didn't I know, actually, that's the yeah. joke. Wow. Right. The award goes to it's, No, yeah. actually, the answer wrong. is Moonlight. Thank you. <laughs> was it, it Moonlight, right? Yeah. yeah. Right. Yes. Thank you. God, How we should we be a team, guys. Both good movies. We should be a good team. It's easy to come up with the, with the answer when there's not an actual question. That's true. And tra- <laughs> I, knew, I do know that Travis is real excited to be incorporating various types of questions. So rather normally in the summer, they're just multiple choice, answer as fast as you can kind of thing. This is going to be open-ended, but there might be a video clip or an audio clip or 
some visual, I don't know, name that meme or I don't know, who's the guy in this, whatever it is. And I think that that's going to keep it interesting. So what's cool is you can come play one, you can come play some, or you can come play all. And either way, you're kind of motivated to both win the night as well as win the series. So definitely something worthwhile. That sounds great. I think it's going to be a great time. 6.30 there, uh, Tuesdays. Essay section, I think I would really excel in long form. It's <laughs> just a 4.1 It essay. will be open-ended. I don't think there's a character count, so you, you might be in luck there. Thesis statement. Sporting argument. <laughs> Conclusion. Anyway, also, we're moving on on the roundup. Is that okay? Yeah, that was it. That's, okay. all, that, that's all she wrote on trivia. So we can get through this thing by the time it's 2024. January, Franklinton Friday, is this week. Uh, it is 6 to 10 here in the Franklinton neighborhood. All kinds of awesome things happening. Um, as always, it's the uh, second Friday of every month. Um, you know, we, we always try to have something fun going on, but uh, our awesome neighbors at Strongwater, 400 West Rich, uh, Roy G. Biv, Roy G. Biv Wild Goose, Vanderelli Room, mm-hmm. um, and on and on. Uh, a lot of awesome, great art going on in this neighborhood and Franklin Friday is when we celebrate it every month. It is this Friday. Come on down and support uh, all the artists and small businesses in our wonderful neighborhood. So, next, yeah. next week, we have a very exciting episode coming because we have a new beer. We're kind of getting back into the throes of new brands rolling out and some, some um, new ones to introduce to people. Dan, what are we talking about next week? That would be orchestration dark lager. Dark, sorry, check dark lager. Check, Not just check. any dark lager, check, a check. Check, check dark, dark lager with a Z. Sneak I, preview. I got to say, uh, this is, I mean, I'm tooting my own horn here, but this is some of my favorite uh, can art I've ever done. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for this one to come out. Yeah, I, yeah. I, I've had one of these, and it's really good. I'm really excited to talk about it. Yeah, I'm really excited about it, too. The can is very it's cool. pretty sweet. So cool. All right. All right. Well, that that does it for another wonderful hit episode of this, the number one podcast in America, Beers with the Brewers, presented by Land Grant University and LandGrantBrewing.com, uh, LLC. Um, yeah. See you next week. Uh, happy 2023. Um, go Horned Frogs. I guess when this comes out, that will already be known. But Tip your bartenders. Anyway. Yeah. Out. Out. <laughs>